Hallo, hier ist wieder Clark. Wusstest du, dass 61% der Deutschen bereit wären, Geld für eine Versicherung der Erde auszugeben? Bis das möglich ist, kannst du deine Welt im Kleinen versichern. Die passenden Angebote findet der Clark-Algorithmus aus über 160 Versicherern für dich. Natürlich zugeschnitten auf deine aktuelle Lebenssituation. Und bei Fragen stehen dir die Clark-Versicherungsexperten zur Verfügung. Teste uns. Jetzt anmelden und deine Versicherungen einfach über die kostenlose App managen. Ohne Papierkram. Wenn du dich jetzt mit dem Gutscheincode PODCAST30 alles großgeschrieben registrierst und deine Versicherungen in Clark hochlädst, erhältst du einen Amazon-Gutschein von bis zu 30 Euro. Twenty twenty one marks one hundred years since insulin was first discovered. Now the World Health Organization estimates that about four hundred and twenty million people around the world have diabetes, a disease where the body can't produce enough insulin or the body doesn't respond properly to it. Here in the UK, about one in fifteen people are affected, and that is set to rise alarmingly owing to growing rates of obesity, which is the biggest risk factor for developing the disease. So what is insulin? How was it discovered in the first place? And how have we reached a place where millions of people can safely inject themselves with it every day? Sally LePage has been taking a look. Insulin is a hormone, a chemical messenger that flows around in the bloodstream, communicating how the body should respond to sugar. And it's produced in the pancreas, a long, thin organ tucked behind the stomach. When you eat, your blood sugar levels rise and your pancreas responds by releasing insulin into the blood. This chemical messenger tells the liver, muscles and fat cells that they should start taking sugar out of the blood and either use it for energy or store it for later. Some people are born with a disease where their body mistakenly attacks the pancreas until it can no longer produce any insulin. This is type 1 diabetes. However, the majority of people with diabetes, 90% of diabetics in the UK, have type 2 diabetes. With type 2, the pancreas can produce some insulin but not enough to bring sugar levels down to normal. On top of that, the liver, muscle and fat cells, which normally react to insulin by absorbing all the sugar from the blood, stop responding properly and so stop removing as much sugar – meaning your blood sugar levels stay high for long periods of time, which can cause heart damage, nerve damage and even blindness. All type 1 diabetics and many type 2 diabetics have to inject themselves with insulin to manage their disease. So how did we discover insulin and how do we make it today? A hundred years ago, if you had type 1 diabetes, it was rare that you'd live for more than a year or two. At this time, Canadian researchers Frederick Banting, Charles Best and John McLeod figured out how to remove the insulin from a dog's pancreas by stopping the pancreas from producing enzymes that were digesting the insulin. They were able to get a murky extract and when they injected it into a dog that was severely diabetic, because they had removed its pancreas, they saw the dog's blood sugar levels drop. Biochemist James Collett was able to purify the insulin extract further, and in 1922 they injected this pure insulin into a 14-year-old boy dying from type 1 diabetes. His blood sugar levels dropped to near normal, and he lived for 13 more years before dying of pneumonia. Banting and McLeod won the Nobel Prize in 1923 for the discovery of insulin. Scientists around the world got to work turning this into a widespread medical treatment. 
Cambridge biochemist Frederick Sanger won the Nobel Prize in 1958 for working out the exact amino acid sequence of insulin. Chemist Dorothy Hodgkin did her PhD at Cambridge in X-ray crystallography and later refined this technique to photograph crystals of pure insulin and figure out its 3D structure and was awarded a Nobel Prize for that in 1964. For decades, the only way of producing insulin was to extract it from animals, usually pigs or cows. In the late 1970s, scientists figured out how to take the human gene for insulin and put it into E. coli bacteria. This finally allowed us to synthetically produce human insulin safely and at the massive scales required to treat diabetes around the world. And not only does this synthetic human insulin work better than cow or pig insulin, it also avoids many of the religious and ethical concerns around using these animals. However, in 2021, millions of people still lack access to this life-saving medicine because it is too expensive, especially in low- and middle-income countries, but also in places like the USA, where a month's supply of insulin can cost $300. Even in the UK, diabetes is estimated to cost the NHS £14 billion each year, or about 10% of the total NHS budget, largely because diabetes comes with many costly complications like kidney failure, stroke and risk of amputation. And this is only set to rise as the obesity crisis puts more people at risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Sally LePage, recognising a century of insulin. Hallo, hier ist Clark. Sicher gibt es Dinge, bei denen du dich trotz einer Riesenauswahl super auskennst. Vielleicht sind es Automodelle oder Joghurtalternativen. Und wie sieht es mit Versicherungen aus? <lacht> Kein Problem. Mit Clark hast du auch da den Plan. Denn Clark vergleicht die Angebote von über 160 Versicherern für dich und empfiehlt dir die, die zu dir passen. Die Übersicht über alle deine Versicherungsverträge behältst du mit der kostenlosen Clark-App. Ganz ohne Papierkram. <lacht> 